is Shu. I'm Shade. I'm Nina. And today we have a lot to talk about. There's been so much going on in the world, but we're going to start off with a kind of happy, half happy, good note, maybe, possibly. Yeah. Right. Um, we want to um, reward this sister. She's um, doing the utmost work. Her name is Maureen An- Anya Labe. <laughs> And Danina, you brought her to me because you found her. And I'm like, oh, my God, nobody has ever done this. Right. So um, she's being the attention is on her because she is um, the first person to ever take the bar exam in uh, the admissions, the admission test to get into William Mitchell or law school. Right. OK. Yes. yes. And no one else has been able to do it. No. And um, she's in Shakopee. Uh, she got into trouble seven years ago. Okay. Um, she got into a bad relationship that um, drugs was involved. Mm-hmm. Um, she's in for life, a life sentence. I mean, life or life with parole or without parole? Um, it says life. It just says oh, life without. Sen- oh life without God. the possibility of parole. Um, her charge is aiding and abetting. Uh, premedit- premeditated first degree murder. Oh my gosh. So. Well, we're going to uh, go to a clip that we s- right now. So here she is. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. You believe so? Mm-hmm. I mean, we would have to, right? Right. <laughs> okay. That's a good way of looking at it, though. Yes. Don't you think? I mean, if your neighbor is going to be a convicted felon Felon of any sort. Yeah. You would think that the community would embrace them in some kind of way because they're going to be there. They have Mm -hmm. to go somewhere. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I think that it was a good thing that um, she had described also in the interview that she wanted to do it because she wanted to help other inmates and that, that was trying to get out. It really needs help because sitting in Shakopee, everybody, you know, say they didn't do it or something happened where they shouldn't be ha- have that much time and stuff. And, it's, and I think God set her in that place mm-hmm. to be able to help a lot of women. Right. Because there is no help. There's everybody. There's jailhouse, you know, lawyers or whatever. But, mm-hmm. for example, I was turning in paperwork, uh, doing post convictions and mm-hmm. 
filled out paper. I I did my own th- no um, appeals, oh, okay. although I was getting turned down. But in the same token, you, you need no that help. help. You, you need that. I had no one helping. Not really another girl, and then we go to the library. Okay, me and another okay. girl will go to the library. So and basically, do that. it's just the books that are there. The law books that are in Shakopee mm-hmm. are for you to do your own your own research. research. Mm-hmm. So you basically, if you don't have an attorney, mm-hmm. right? So you're basically. I mean, and even with an attorney, you have if if you have life without parole. I'm pretty sure she is in the li- law library, like. Yeah. Every day. Oh, yeah. All mm-hmm. day because she's fighting to get out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And especially with her aiding and abetting. So, I mean, we can only assume, right, from what she's saying um, with what happened, she assisted. So, she didn't say anything, right? Most she likely. didn't leave, mm-hmm. right? So, with that, that's how she got life. Well, big ups to Maureen. We hope you uh, success. We hope you get an appeal and somebody in the higher courts um, find leniency in you. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, give her a second chance. So moving on, you got Kevin Calvin Barrett, yeah, the uh, deputy sheriff of Wisconsin. Yes. So he is um, a sheriff, uh-huh. and he is over, I guess, the um, Madison, Wisconsin jail. Mm-hmm. And so he said instead of calling people inmates or convicts, he wants to refer to them as residents, right? Mm-hmm. Because he said if you're giving a person a chance, they won't come back in by calling them an inmate and a convict that's make that's programming Pregnant, that mm-hmm. in their mind to keep committing crimes to come back. So he's like, we want to make sure that they don't return. Mm-hmm. So everybody deserves respect. So yeah. they're going to give everybody, you know, a little bit of dignity, you know. Yeah. I, I could see that being um, a problem, you know, busy calling somebody an inmate or mm. convict and you busy calling them by inmate so-and-so, so-and-so, their last name or their number, you know what mm. I'm saying? And that can be degrading. Plus, it makes a person, after being there so long, institutionalized. Right. So when you was in, um, when you was gone, how many people do you think returned when you was there? Oh, it was so many people I'm returned. I'm saying like I mean, revolving door, like so, be out two so, months. So back. when they return, what did you constantly see coming back? That people that came back? Um, th- Within six months, it'll probably be like a parole violation. Dirty okay. UA. Okay. They're, um, them not so being they, accountable. So they would, they would come back right at just with one dirty I, I, Yeah, most likely one. Okay. And, or somebody might be unaccountable and don't go see their PO for months on months and okay. they put a warrant out on them and send them back. Okay. Um, the return rate in federal prison was usually, um, they weren't like, like the pettiness of the crime. It mm-hmm. was, if it was a, if it was for a dirty UA, it was 10 times. Okay. Wow. <laughs> it wasn't, yeah, just it wasn't, one time. it wasn't yeah, just one time. Well, they would, they would not go and they, the PO would like go to their job or mm-hmm. go to, you know, a place that they're supposed to be. You know, a PO might send a warrant to where, you know, somebody federally is mm-hmm. at and will say um, that that was the, Anywhere from the, I'm going to say from the sixth to the tenth time that they had a dirty UA. It's not just the first time you get a dirty UA. What they would do is, if you got a dirty UA, they would um, 
give you a warning mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then after the warning you know they'll they'll pick and choose you never know where their mind is at you know like uh, example I've known somebody that had a lot of dirty UAs and they said okay well we're not going to send you all the way back to the penitentiary we're going to put you in the halfway house mm-hmm. well the, they've said that the halfway house irritated them even more because they were in there with people that had lower level crimes yeah and they had a strict curfew and they were in town in the Mm -hmm, town that they were mm -hmm. in so if they were doing sneaky or you know not in the right you know out of bounds Mm -hmm. they could get caught easier yeah and then another person i know that was uh that have almost violated they didn't get sent back okay they went out of town (gasps) what yeah they went to mexico oh my god (laughs) they asked to go to mexico i don't know why they They would do that they asked asked, and the person told the po said no and they still went I mean, Mm-mm. common sense would say, no, you're federal. Don't do it. What are you doing? Like, they can find out. They can find out what they want to find out when your name is run. Yeah. So say a person is on federal paper and they go out of town. The feds don't know that. Right. They're not, um, as much as people might may think, they're, they're not, not really constantly watching. Have like the that. eye on you mm-hmm. unless your name is going across. Oh, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you're not making any noise, you're you know law abiding. You're doing what you're supposed to do. They really want to forget about you and let you off. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you go out of town and you're on probation and you didn't ask for permission, and say you get stopped. Ooh. Say you get stopped. Oh, baby. You, oh, stuck yeah. There. You might as well just gone back home. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> the, the the people that stop you, like, um, what, oh. what's TSA? Oh, yeah, TSA. 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 Um, the probation off. I mean, the um, state trooper mm-hmm. or policeman out of town doesn't know that you're on pre- probation. They don't, that, that, that isn't always, you know, public, right? right? And so they don't know that, but they will get you if your name goes across because it'll go to across the PO's desk, mm-hmm. right? So when it goes across the PO's desk, <laughs> then yeah. the whole time you're sitting there waiting on the PO to say something. No, That's you should what go happened. tell. You should no, go tell the PO. No, you no, no, no. no. The so. person didn't know. The person didn't say anything. Right. They called the PO just to check the PO's temperature. <laughs> you know, they, they they looked at it as if, if as, as if this is this is some street stuff. So the PO's like, hey, how you doing? And um, they're like, uh, good. Um, is there anything that you want me to do? Yeah, I want you to tell me <laughs> what you, why you went to Mexico when I told you not to. Like, you know, a child yeah. getting a whooping, right? Mm-hmm. So he was like, um, well, my friends, you know, like a little kid, like the yeah. friends pre-pressured them to go to Mexico because they was going over there to kick it for the weekend. And the PO said, I told you no for a reason. So what he, what happened? When he went over to the border, he made it the first time. He yeah. was partying. He chilled the whole weekend. But what did the PO do to him? Listen, when he came back, they got he's the he's it, they said he said it's the sixth person. So the sixth person got stopped. They just ran his name. It was Ooh. nothing he did wrong. Mm-hmm. He wasn't dirty or right. anything like. So they let him back across into California. Mm-hmm. But he knew he knew his friends didn't know nothing. He couldn't even party normal because mm-hmm. all you're thinking about In is the, the PO. So what the PO did was the PO said, "Oh, just call me next week." He was 
<laughs> I, I can't cuss, but he was really, really nervous for a whole what? week. Like, what am I going to do? I know he knows. Oh, my God. Like, he's running mm. around asking everybody what's going to happen, this or that. Oh, so, wow. that following Monday, after he sweat the whole week, the P.O. knew. The P.O. said, oh, so you want to tell me, you know, what's going on? That's when the P.O. said, yeah. you know, why did you go when I told you not to? I mm-hmm. told you not to go for a reason. He wait, made him wait a week. Then, so he explained to the P.O. the situation. P.O. said, oh, okay. Well, Friday, I don't know what I'm going to do to you. By Friday, oh. I'll let you know what I'm going to do, right? Oh, my God. And um, he was like, does that mean I'm going to lose my job? He said, I don't know. You should have thought about that when you, went to, you went to Mexico. So Friday came. When Friday came... All he did, <laughs> he didn't, he said he didn't take him out of his environment because he worked with children. Okay. And the children that he worked with, the PO came to like an event that he was doing with the kids. Mm-hmm. The kids really loved him and they were at risk teens, like um at the high school performing arts. So when he was there, the PO saw his performance with the kids. He liked him. And that's why he felt like he shouldn't have took advantage of the PO, mm-hmm. right? So the PO, um, Made him go pass out every single day. His job was all day long to work at the homeless shelter. Oh, okay. And then he'd have to catch the bus after the homeless shelter. He'd have to go to the gospel mission Mm. to um, feed, you know, people at five o'clock every day. So that was just his job for like three months. Just he said he said it was a it was a a tactic to irritate him Mm -hmm. because he irritated the PO Mm -hmm. by obeying the law. You know, excuse me, disobeying the law and not going by what the P.O. said. If I said don't go Mm -hmm. out of town, you feel like, oh, I'm grown. I'm going to do what I want to do. But you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. You got to do what these people tell you to do, you know. Gilbert just said the worst part is that the prison OID is still a part of you even after you die, 10 years after you die. Yes, Yes. it is. Yes, You know what? You get an OID number and a federal number the mm-hmm. first day you get arrested for anything. Yeah, like, when you first you catch get arrested, that case. a felony, any kind of misdemeanor felony case. Yeah, it goes it, with you forever. You go to the county, they, they assign you a number then. Yeah. And so when you get that number, right, if you're like for my situation, I was state. And I had the OID number and the federal number. So when they transferred me over to the federal, they already had the number already. I was already prepared to take the picture and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to go mm-hmm. forever. If I was ever getting into trouble again, it would be there. It would never change. No, it, it, it It's with you forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yes, yes, yes. So <laughs> we have another issue here. Um, Jennifer. Sex trafficking. Yeah. So can you pronounce her name? Jennifer Carahan. <laughs> And who is Anton Lazaro. Okay. Um, he's a oper- uh, GOP operative. Uh huh. And, and and which one is for the state of Minnesota? All of them are part of the state of Minnesota. Well, oh, the three really? that got arrested, they got arrested in the state of Minnesota okay. here. Okay. Um, they are part of the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. Um, Anton um got arrested the other day, and okay. when they raided his house, mm-hmm. they took um, what is it? His condo. Okay. That's they downtown Minneapolis. Yes. What do you mean they took it? They they're seizing everything. Okay. His home. So why? Uh, wait. They seizing his home. Uh huh. They uh taking thirteen. They took thirteen mobile phones from him. Whoa. Six computers. Okay. His Ferrari. Wow. Two thousand ten Ferrari. Okay. And six and I guess he had children. Well, I'm calling them children. Uh huh. Six of them were under eighteen years old. So that's what he's getting sex. Trafficking charges for. Although they weren't here, they weren't related to him. The the people that they took from his home. 
the no, they, it wasn't no kids in the home, but he should be in charge with. Sex, oh, six sex trafficking. Okay, I didn't six understand. Six people okay. under the age of 18. And how did this information come about? Was it, I'm quite uh, sure they were just under investigation. Okay. And maybe one of the girls or a couple of girls might have, you know. So the, so the, turned them in. the GOP um, income, it it covers all that? Um, well, condo, they get a they get a lot uh, of um, donations, you, and you know what? You, and you it never know. Like yeah. And then he got caught with three hundred and seventy one thousand dollars in cash in his house. Oh wow! So they they probably see, yeah you had to explain it, and they yeah. seized all that stuff maybe because it's connected with the sef- sex trafficking. Maybe okay. he's getting paid for it or something. He's getting the money, reaping the benefits of the money of these people, these young ladies. He's sending off across the world. Wow! I never even heard of him. <sighs> Me either. I mean, so what is and they're part of the Republican Party. I mean, okay. he's close with um, uh, what is his name? Um, well, our uh, ex president. So oh, they're so kinda he's close. a part of um, yes, and okay. Lacey Johnson. Okay, he has strong ties with him. Okay, and um, Jennifer Carahan, she's part of the Republican Party as mm-hmm. well. So mm-hmm. all three of them have been arrested. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. we will find out soon. Um, well, I know that for her, they wanted her to resign. Right? Yeah, they do. Okay. They do want. They her want to the whole team, their whole team, to quit mm-hmm. and yeah. to be replaced. Right. So they obviously they've been watching them a while. Yeah. Because they they if in order for them to call for them to resign, they right? Know something. No, that they, they, they know a lot, strong. and then they also already have somebody that they want to put in place to strip them of, you know, everything that the public and you know Minnesota has given them the right to do, right? So they already have somebody to take their place already. But she said no. The Jennifer, mm-hmm. she said no. Oh, she said no. Yeah, mm. she well, she doesn't want to because she's saying that she's it has involved. nothing to do with her. Mm. Right. She's not involved. She doesn't understand why um, they're even, you know, bothering her about it or charging her with anything. Maybe because she's really close with Anton as well. Mm -hmm. She's she's close with him. So that she had to have some knowledge. All this stuff happened in 2020 between May and December or so. So all this stuff was brewing up and they just not picking them up a year later or so. Mm. Um, Also. Kyra Han and Anton Lazaro has a podcast, a political oh, really? podcast together. What? Mm-hmm. And so, what you know. did do you know? What days they come on? No, I don't. They <laughs> kind of hit that. I was, Are I was looking. I was them, looking. Huh? I was looking. I couldn't find it. I couldn't okay, find it. Okay, they have a podcast. Why? Wow, I wonder what they're talking about and their sex trafficking. What underage kids? Yes, yes. You know oh. they do the back. Like uh, Rick said, he said political gets into the game to get rich. Lots of back office deals. Okay, right. I know that's yeah, exactly. right. Yes, that's they have exactly back. What's happening? Back the back door. Mm. The front door say something different. The back door is where yeah, it's that's where it all in. goes down, mm-hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. So look, um, our Texas governor uh-huh. Greg Abbott. <laughs> you oh, like Greg. him? You like him? Uh, yeah. Right. Okay, <laughs> Greg. Abbott. What what is it about him? Is well, it I don't that know. he 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 bogards his way into? The White House, and he tells them what he wants to do. I is think that what it you is. like he's, about it? Yeah, he was. He was <laughs> he's, he's a strong. little gangster. He's, yeah, he is a little gangster. <laughs> yeah. But he does not to want to mandate the mask. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, no mandates. Okay. He want all the kids to go and to school so with no that, mask. Uh, if okay, so 
he they say that the kids are getting sick now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I was reading and listening to um, a guy on um, live last night, and he was discussing that Texas was saying that there was 7,000 cases of COVID from children in the mm. past week. Whew. But that wasn't true. Oh, okay. <laughs> it actually was fake news oh, that wow. it was 7,000 cases throughout Total. the year. Oh, right? throughout the year. Okay. And I forgot how many it was for the month, but Texas, you know, it's on the rise, just like um, a number Florida. of places. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And all, everybody is not going by the mandates and the... Um, the White House, because they feel like the shots aren't helping. You know, people still dying from it. Um, they're coming up with a booster shot now. You know, everybody's having their opinions about this shot. And it seems like the White House can't get it right. The CDC, because nobody's getting it right. It's, it's so many mixed so much mixed information. Okay. And it's just like we're going one way, go this way, go that way. You're getting confused, you're getting lost. You don't you don't know what to think nowadays. It's scary and it's sad, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, at the same time. So all we can do is be prayed up and stay safe, you know, keep clean all your and all vitamins, that stuff. And take your, your garlic. <laughs> Rick apple said cider catching COVID doesn't mean you die from it. Oh, why? Why, Rick? Why does he say that? Because people have been dying from it. He said it. Uh, COVID has a 99.96 rate of survival. Oh, wow. Where's the... what? <laughs> well, why is it... Everything we see on TV is saying everyone's dying. You're, get, you're dying or you're getting gravely sick. Mm-hmm. And you're barely making it out of it. But I know the people that I know that has had it, mm-hmm. right? Or has had a scare with it. It's been the smell... The taste mm-hmm. or a headache, and it's gone. Well, I know two people that died, actually oh, really? died from it. Yeah. Really? So it's different for everybody. I mean, everybody's I, experience is different. Yeah. So by me sitting back and watching, and it's real. Actually I know it's real. And actually die? see yeah. somebody die from it. Okay. All right. I mean, I think it. Um, it's a person's own choice to get the vaccine. Like, yeah. I don't think that, that no one should be pressured about it. Mm-hmm. And if you want to do it, you know, it's your choice. Right. If you want to continue to every day get tested because you're going to have to get tested I know every someone, single yeah. place you go in. Yeah. Right. I know it's, a person got COVID three times. Wow. Three and times. what happened all three times? Sick. Sick. Sick like what? Tired. Um, confused. Just a lot of different symptoms. Okay. Yeah. And they're coming up with new symptoms. Yes. Like new symptoms daily. now. People yep. saying, oh, I know um, a friend of mine was just telling me um, not too long ago that someone we knew that that had it, mm-hmm. they still cannot smell wow. or taste. And it's been since January. Mm. So that's what I'm so, saying. It's, a, it's definitely... Um, it's real. Yes. You know, people so, still think it's fake. <laughs> the Texas governor has tested positive for COVID-19. Whoa. Oh, and he what, said no mask, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but he still just Oh, might... that's because they had a big party, you know. They just okay. had a big Republican party, you know. He's sitting down chilling, and there he and is. somebody and, passed the And everybody, that's a spread, along, huh? super spreader right there. Right. Okay. So, and they also said that the Delta is stronger than just a regular strain. Mm-hmm that it 
will kill you. It can, yeah, it can. And that it's, I know someone that had it recently and they were really, really sick. Right? Yeah. Yeah, they were really sick, but they made it out. They're just fine now. Okay. Dancing and talking and living and, you know. The best life. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, well, yeah, so I'm so tired of COVID as we all are, right? I, I know one thing. Um, it's it's a lot going on, especially in um, Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Okay. Um, you know, President Bush pulled the troops from Afghanistan, uh-huh. and I understand his logic pulling the troops. They've been there twenty years or so. Whatever. Right, the same people. You know, not the same, but rotating. It's just okay. the, the presence of the military, United States military, being there. Okay. So, and is that to make sure that they don't? Keep them law in the Bible. Keep it's a lot of different. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be some underlying stuff going right, on anywhere okay. that we probably don't even know. That we don't we can know speculate. About. You know what I'm saying? But um, the Taliban has taken over now, okay. and you see all this stuff with you know they're trying to get all the troops out of there or mm-hmm. American citizens and planes. You know, picking people up and they're trying to throw their kids up there and it's just into what? the plane trying to get their kids. The Afghanistan, Who's trying to the Af- Afghanistan's. They're trying, They're trying to throw yeah, their, their get kids their kids in, uh, uh, in a plane, plane? To, get, to get away. You oh, know what I'm saying? Because the Taliban is, is killing horrible. everybody. You know I what I'm saying? Know. Oh, it's terrible. Wow. Um, it really touched me because I know um a girl that's from there. Uh-huh. And um She talked to you about it? A little a long time ago. And okay. I don't know what happened to her now. I don't know where she's at. And I'm like, oh my God, is she's is she there? Is she wow. did she go back home or what? Because women can't do hair they can't do makeup they they not they can't you have to they have to be fully clothed pretty much really mm-hmm. and so they you know, don't get a sense of no vanity no vanity no, vanity. no. so everything since the united states been the there man. yeah since the united states been under women was able to you know be themselves, be themselves open up, a open up bit. wear sandals you oh, know wow. um get their hair done mm-hmm. so they open up some beauty schools they're going to school and stuff like that and what really hurt me when I saw that they said the Taliban went into a beauty salon, Whoa. raped all the women in there, and then killed them. And I'm like, oh, my God. That could – and I'm looking wow. – I'm just sitting there doing hair, and I'm looking at this. I'm like, what the that's, – that's like somebody coming into my space and right. say, okay, everybody going to you know, die today. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> because of – Their beliefs. What, their belief system. Right, right. I'm like, oh. So that it's really, really a scary world, and we don't even know the position we're gonna be in with them over there. Right. They can. So, so does that make you feel like you're glad you're a U.S. citizen? Yeah, I'm glad I'm a U.S. citizen. <laughs> but in the same token, what if the Taliban come strike over here? I mean, come striking over here and come take over over oh, here. Oh no, I'm just saying. No, they, they not, look, you never know. They don't get all our equipment. <laughs> <laughs> the American Yeah, but ammunition. by the time they figure that out, America's yeah, yeah. figured out some better way yeah. to not be taken over. Oh my like, God. It's just it's just sad and scary times right now. Yeah, it is. It's just pray. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's mm-hmm. all you can do. Mm-hmm. You will worry yourself to death, you know, if you worry about that. Right. Oh girl. <laughs> I'm not gonna girl, I look my curling ass and stuff work. All right. That's right. That's right. You wanna keep everybody beautiful burnt. in between all of the words. If somebody right? come up in there, they're gonna get burnt right. curling ass. No. That's right. <laughs> I know we're gonna have a special guest next week, right? Yes. And hey, he's a guy by the name of 
Bernie's good. Good. Yeah. yeah Bernie good. Mm-hmm. And he's 36 years old. He did time in prison in a wheelchair. Mm. And um, he's going to describe, you know, his life leading up to him when he got out and okay. how now he's running a finance and financial and credit company. Oh, nice. Yeah. So he's doing really well for himself and he helps others with their credit. So he's going to describe next week um, how he went from prison to greatness. Yeah. Oh, wow. See, yeah. that this is the type of stuff we love to hear. You know, people, you know, make a mistake, fix it, move on, and yeah. be into greatness. They turn a second chance mm-hmm. um, into appreciation. Yeah. They take their accountability and, you know, turn it into millions. Right, right, right. <laughs> That's always, always a plus. Also, um... We learned some things this past week about podcasting. Oh, gosh. Do you want to share with the audience? It has been great. I mean, this, I can't explain it because we, we're we so sincere about it. We're, we're serious about it now. It's right. like full force, full throttle. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So podcasting, it's a lot of work. It's yeah. a lot of dedication. It's not easy. Uh, it's not easy. It's not easy to get in front of a microphone and a camera and talk to y'all. Okay, because I am shy. I get nervous and I'd be like, <laughs> Why are you uh-uh. shy? I don't know, girl. I just cannot <laughs> talk in front of a camera. Why? You know, I hate taking pictures. You talk- so yeah, I just started taking what pictures in the last so many months now. You had so- one of the hardest jobs growing up. Hanging out, getting money. Amongst a whole lot of people, that was you were back never in afraid the day. of competition. That was back in the day. Well, that should still be in your inner <laughs> self, right? You should not be scared of anything. Oh gosh, now I'm just I'm cool now. It's, okay, I've been in front of cameras. It's, it's all Gucci now, but okay, guys, you have to invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. You have to because you think you could do it on your own. It's no. not going to work. You got to have somebody to help you. And that's in all aspects of life. That's even doing hair, being a seamstress, doing fashion, whatever. Right. It's always somebody that can do something different than you. And you need to be learning that from somebody else. Right. You know, a lot of people get arrogant and think, oh, I went to cosmetology school. That's all I need to do. No. You need to go ahead and get ed- continuing education. Yes. Fashion, continuing education. Podcast, continuing education. <laughs> and that's what we're doing. Okay. We're going to bring you some good stuff. Okay. So don't, don't y'all going to see Y'all going to see some more upgrading. Okay. And so wait, with that investment, what do you think? Have do you say how does a person get used to paying for something that they're not used to? You know, the first thing you do when you go, okay, when you go shopping, what do you say? I'm oh, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna look for I'm gonna go to Walmart because Target. <laughs> <laughs> Target, Target. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy everything in there that I don't need. Every person I know that goes in Target for one thing, right? They go in Target, they come out, they got a whole oh, basket full of basket stuff. full of everything that they don't need, right? Mm-hmm. So, what do you do when now that you're trying to get used to paying for things and you're not really looking for a budget at first? No, because we didn't budget anything back when we was growing up. We no, just go grab it. No, and it cost the two thousand dollars. Just take it and go. Right, take it we, and go. You didn't back. even look at. You we didn't, didn't even look at. Look at we price. didn't look at price tags. Yeah. So now, although I'm trying to be frugal, okay, you know, frugal, <laughs> right. 
sometimes like, I want it. I'm going to get it. Okay. I deserve it. Okay. And that's how that's going to be with my education. Okay. I want it and I and I deserve it and I'm going to get it because it's going to make more money at the end of the day. Right. I learned that um, by doing, you, investing yeah. in, by investing into something that mm-hmm. I'm not, I wasn't used to paying such a high price for. Mm-hmm. We're, when we get education, we're usually going to get a financial aid. Right. Or we're usually going to get a loan. Right. Well, in this situation, we couldn't get a loan. No. Pay me my money. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this for you, mm-hmm. right? Okay, you're going to learn this. Mm-hmm. And in this way, you're going to learn how to do this. Mm-hmm. But you have to pay for it right, right. now, right? right? Now. Okay, now I'm saying to myself, how do I set a lane for me to pay for it? I'm not worrying about who's going to give it to me or who do I need to know to get there. Mm-hmm. I need to know. How am I going to make the lane for me to pay for what I need for me to get to the next level? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So just being around people that um, think different. Yeah. You know, that's a challenge because, you know, you're used to what you're used to. Everybody's comfortable taking yourself out of your comfortability to be uncomfortable to get to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. When you comfortably <laughs> to be comfortable, yeah. yeah. So I thought that that was a good thing um, that we learned this week as far as podcasts and, you know. Um, Thanks, being Rick. In a, being in a, uh, you know, amongst other mm-hmm. people that has done the podcast yes. and gained and, better than us. And they doing it And way able to better. ask questions. Yes. Yeah, that was pretty much a blessing. And it, so. it, yeah, um. I'm I'm ha- I'm happy you talked me into going because I was like, heck no, nah, I'm not forgetting right, him no right, money. Is right, you crazy? Right. But then we can well, I, we can learn it all on YouTube. Right. No, no you can't. You can't learn nothing and you on cannot YouTube. learn Stop everything on, on Google. No. no, you go to YouTube. No, you have to go to YouTube, right? But just know that you have to go follow the resources outside of YouTube. YouTube right. Yeah. And you have to follow resources outside of Google. Mm-hmm. You know, nowadays. It is easier. We do have this at our fingertips mm-hmm. a whole lot more better than back in the day. You know, back in the day, it would take you, um, you go into college. They say, oh, you got to, for you to get the associate's degree, you got to go to school for two years. Well, you can learn that in three to six months. Now. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. Everything, mm-hmm. everything yeah. you can learn faster. So mm-hmm. I'm glad we went. But yes, y'all, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For tuning in to another episode of Meet the Shoe. Make sure you guys um, subscribe to YouTube, um, like and share on YouTube and Facebook, same. And we are on um, Instagram as well. I'm in Jedi's ocean Traveling in some motion Paddling with the question